Welcome to Dungeons and Dinners, where the love of fantasy is food for thought. I'm your host, Brett Lindley, and today I'm talking to the talented and wonderful Lorbarian. If you'd like to support the podcast and fund new monsters, bonus episodes, downloadable recipes, and adventure modules, head on over to patreon.com slash dungeonsanddinners. Welcome! Take a seat anywhere. Be right with you. As I said in the intro, we are here with Lorbarian, also known as Lauren. Lauren, thank you so much for joining me at the Dungeons and Dinners table. Oh, thank you for having me, Brett. This is awesome. I'm so excited. I am so excited as well. So <laughs> you, I, I've got to give a quick shout out uh, to kind of intro things in. Yeah. Uh, you were one of the first people to really interact with the Dungeons and Dinners Twitter account. Oh, I love and your account. Your account is awesome. Thank you. And on top of that, like, it wasn't just like, a, oh, this is cool stuff. You started like retweeting things and interacting. <laughs> and you're one of the first people that I started seeing like the TTRBG solidarity and the the kind of more family side community on yeah. Twitter. And so I was just like, outside of just helping me, I've seen you help so many accounts. You like you and a few others are so active that it blows my mind. I don't know how to be that active. <laughs> oh God. There, yeah. It's it. There are days when it's amazing. Like the first Fridays or follow Fridays, not first Fridays, follow Fridays are a big one. It, you, it's literally like a full-time job to go through all of the uh, notifications that you get. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. It's insane. And Saturday's a big one for the nope. self-promotion Saturdays. It's, oh my goodness, the weekends, the weekends do tend to become Twitter like, weekends trying to once, catch up. Once a month, maybe, like a couple of weeks, I'll, I'll, I'll try to help other people and leave some yeah. space, but even that is a lot. And so like, I, yeah. I try to like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to use it unless I'm also helping, but yeah. once a, you know, I once every a few weeks, I'll jump in and throw some stuff out there and, and make sure to, to help out. But yeah. I, so I just really want to open by saying thank you for helping me get a spot and making me feel welcome. And so I kind of want to provide this space for those that have, that have really gone above and beyond and, and say, Hey, this is a uh, Mike Mikasa Sukasa sort of oh, thing. So. My pleasure, man. My pleasure. It's I I don't know why I have. I mean, I, I've I I think I just hit twenty two hundred followers. I don't know how yeah. or why. Um, Congratulations! Listens or is is interested <laughs> in anything that I have to say, but it's exciting. You but, have a fun account. You have I, a fun it's account. Random stuff, but I do. I I like helping out. You know, the good. There's so many nice people that are on there, and I've met so oh, many yeah. sweet people that I want to help out whoever I can. So it really yeah, is absolutely. the the TTRPG and D and D communities really are night and day compared yeah. to a lot of other places that I've been on other accounts and other avenues that I've tried and ventures I've tried to work on. Oh my it's gosh, it's totally different. So. Yeah, t Twitter TTRPG community is is like a weird little wholesome section of this otherwise like bleak sometimes <laughs> right. extremely depressing uh social media thing and the facebook dnd scene is just not even yeah i i just this week talked about um at least on twitter that mm -hmm. i left the uh the facebook community that i was in because it was getting toxic and oh, i just God, i don't want to see it I don't want to see that. I want to see down. positive. Yeah. I want to see positive things. Absolutely. And cute animals. Like, <laughs> yeah. Bring on those cute animals. I just right. want to see the fuzzy ducks and the kittens. Oh, oh. that's true. It's so, all we need in life. Um, one of the big things that mm -hmm. one of your big, uh, at least, uh, adventures, as far as I am aware of, we'll kind of start there and we'll get into stuff I don't know later. <laughs> um, but you play Violex. 
I do. on the Intelligence Check podcast. I do. So I do. tell us about that. Who is Violex? What is the podcast? And 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 how is it? How is that all working out for you? Oh man! So it's funny. I'll I'll start with the hilarious intro to how I even got on the show. Yeah, please. So my friend, the DM is my friend Kyle, um, who's Baron von Uberdorf on Twitter. If anybody wants to look it up, um, <laughs> we went to high school together, and a oh, couple nice. other yeah, a couple other people on the cast. Um, the the guy uh, who plays Name is uh, Mike. He was another. He's not on Twitter. He's too cool. But uh, he is another guy I went to high school with. Kevin, um, who plays uh, Shep, is another one of my high school friends. We were all in stage crew together, um, and nice. we were just we were friends in high school. And then, God, when was this? Now I'm trying to think. Maybe three or four years ago. I think it was three years ago. We, we had, you know, we're Facebook friends. We'll say hi every couple of years. We hadn't really talked in a million years. And so Kyle, the DM of the show, sent me like a random email through Facebook Messenger. And it was like, hey, so we're starting this podcast. If you have any interest in being in the cast, it would be really fun. Let us know. So I'm so tech dumb that I somehow opened the message but didn't read the message. So it looked like I saw it. Oh, so you left the it. one read. Yeah. Oh. So I didn't actually see the message. And then an entire year went by Whoa. and he resent me another message to be like, hey, that's I was brave. Because yeah. that's a that's like <laughs> second level ghosting. It's like so bad. And when I looked, I scrolled up to be like, what is the bottom of this other message? And I was like, oh my God, this poor dude sent me the same thing a year ago and I just ignored it like an a-hole. Oh, excuse me. Is that I hope that's no, no, repeat. you're fine. <laughs> I felt, oh, I felt so bad. So it's a running gag. If you ever hear us on a sh on a show, he'll make fun of me for it. All of my friends will on the <laughs> podcast will make fun of me for just ignoring them for a year. But no, I just am an idiot and didn't see the message. So, oh, so the the message spell only lasts for like a minute. You <laughs> exactly. only have a minute to get the twenty five words back. You can't a year later be like, I speak to the wind. The, the wizard's not going to hear you. <laughs> I should have used that as my excuse. I'm not that smart, Brett. Damn it. Next time. Next Next time he makes fun of me, I'm going to be like, well, guess what? My friend Brett said this and he was I missed right. my concentration check. Yeah. All right. I, 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 I failed it. Goblins. I failed it clearly. <laughs> so that was the, my hilarious story of how I wasn't on the podcast for a whole year that I could have been, which is a bummer. But, um, but yeah, he sent me a message. I went and tried out and yeah, I've been on, well, we have a crazy backlog of recording. So, mm -hmm. uh, I think we have like almost a year of backlog episodes. Like it's Congratulations. Yeah. It's awesome. I'm telling you those guys and they're editing is amazing um but yeah so i've been on uh this november i think will be like two years wow. um and it's awesome i love my my character vlx is a, a tiefling uh grave domain cleric which is nice. super fun um i play really badly if i'm being honest with the rules <laughs> because my only other characters have been low level and non means not spellcasters specifically like rangers and things uh that aren't as spell heavy so i'm sure the real rule crunchers listen to me play and are just like oh god this girl's awful but uh we have fun <laughs> yeah now you know what i've i've caught myself there before where yeah. you know i watch a few different actual plays and listen to things here and mm -hmm. there and one shots and whatever and and i'll be like no that's not how the spell works it works like this and then i realize like 
I don't even play wizards and yeah. I don't know the rules very well. It's and so I guarantee hard. that when I'm at the table, yeah. I'm thumbing through my character sheet like, oh God, what is it? What does it do? I, yep. I didn't fully write down this thing. It's missing the DC. <laughs> is that my spell? Is it a mail? I don't know. It's is so it concentration? Hard. I can't, there's so much to remember. So like so I have, I, anytime I catch myself getting judgy, yeah. like it is so easy oh. to, to be a backseat dungeon master and know everything because you're not in the you don't you're not in the moment there's yeah. no pressure and your brain is you're if you're listening to a podcast or even watching like a live stream yeah you've got a little extra processing room it's you true. know you're, you can, you're you CPU can watch and yeah you're not running at 99 <laughs> percent. that's my brain on average any day so when i add the, the pressure of the podcast it's like oh this is not good <laughs> Yeah, like, there's no audio issues. There's no lag. Your brain's exactly. just like, oh yeah, it's it's this. Remember, exactly. while we're at it, here's that television ad jingle from yes. your childhood. Like that, that just still just buzzing around in there. Right. And we'll then, throw and, that in there for bonus. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll jazz it up a little bit. Well, what was what was even harder was I they catapulted me because they're they some of their characters were from season one. I started with season two, right. so I got catapulted to level eleven. Who and how Which, so what was your highest level character? Oh, at the time, that? like four. <laughs> I, I was know a that level, feeling. yeah. <laughs> I, we we have been playing, granted, for like two over well, how how long is it? I think we've been playing for like two years in my home game campaign, but even weekly, my my DM, we just we we took things slow. We're a very cautious party, so we could probably have leveled up faster, but we don't have a healer, so none of us want to uh, die. Yep. Well, and it, not being murder hobos just yes. kind of cuts that XP level down. Oh my spell. gosh, it really does. We're we're a nice group of of people, so we didn't level up quite as quickly. So yeah, level four to level eleven it was was pretty intense. But that is a lot. I, I don't love think it. I. I generally end up, for one reason or another, capping mm -hmm. out around six in mm. probably about 80% of the campaigns I've ever been in. So if I were thrust into level 11, that would be... <laughs> it's tough. I wouldn't it's even tough. know, like, the just the choice anxiety of building a character. Yes. Like, I've got 11 levels to play with. Like... Oh, God, it was so scary. I didn't know what I was doing. Thankfully, I just kind of followed the formula. I used the D&D the &D Beyond website, and I just kind of followed the formula because I wouldn't have known what to do. I would have. Right. It was just too much information. But, oh, man, yeah, luckily, I got through it. I sort of, after like almost two years, I'm finally getting the handle of my spells. Um, but oh, it's it's I I love I love that show. I love recording with those guys. Um, we're it's very relaxed. You know, we we goof around, and it's 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 very much just like a a group of friends laughing and goofing off around a table. So I love our sh I I like our show. Even you know if if nobody listens to it. I wouldn't care because I still just love playing with those hey, guys. As long but. as you're having fun. That's exactly. about the way I feel with this show is like, I, you know, I try not to look at the downloads too much because yeah. they're not crazy high. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> and, it'll get there. It'll but it'll get, get there. there. And honestly, I'm doing this because it's the things that I want to give back to the community. And it's, yeah. you know, it's what I want to do. It's what I enjoy doing. If nobody Absolutely. even listens to it, I get to think about things in a creative way and yeah. put it together and that's fun. So Absolutely, man. Absolutely. That's, that's the way to do it is just to love your work. If you don't like it, then what's the point? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Totally. Totally. So you're you're currently so you you were catapulted in at eleven. Is this mm -hmm. campaign like a faster leveling? Are you getting beyond? Are you getting into like 
the upper <sighs> level stuff now? Or now I'm now? trying to think. I think at this point, I believe we are, yeah, I think we're level 13 now. Um, okay. And we, it's funny because a, a lot of the players, all a lot of, I think I'm one of the few uh, that doesn't have kids. So a lot of the guys, they've got families and all of their kids are little tiny kids. So we, what we do is we do like mass recording days where we do like eight hour recordings. Oh, okay. And then so, chop it up. Yeah. And then just chop it up. So we have a lot happens in eight hours. <laughs> yeah, it's it ridiculous. Does. Oh my God. So yeah, we've, we have some recording days where I, you know, oh God, there's so much good stuff coming up and I wish I could yeah, talk no, about I, it, but I, I can't yet. No spoilers. No, no spoilers. spoilers. No spoilers. <laughs> But we do we do cover a lot per uh, per you know uh, uh, taping, and it's it's pretty wild some of the some of the stuff that we do just in a single recording session. But um, yeah, it's it is it's definitely action action packed uh, and pretty fast paced. I the. Yeah. Yeah, I would say I, it's, I it's listened. I quick. listened to a couple episodes, and and of course, jumping in in the most recent because I just want to know you know where are we at right now, and I'll spoil everything up to this point. Whatever, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll go back. Oh, sorry. You I also don't away. have. I don't have time anymore. Like between it's so hard. So I've I listen to podcasts and audiobooks. I record mm-hmm. two podcasts and. I have other projects that I work. So I'm, you know, getting time to, to wedge in one more is like, oh boy, but I got to listen hard. to you. Like I want to, I want to see, cause you never know what you're going to be missing. It's true. And it's a super fun show. Like I Aww. love the way that you guys interact. I love that it's, you know, there are some out of character stuff that's not too serious, yeah. but you guys are able to shift gears really quick. And when it's, yep. it's, it's kind of an unspoken thing that somebody's like, all right, we're in the zone Mm -hmm. and everybody, it's not even really said, but everybody just kind of locks in. Yes. Voices change, tones change. Everybody gets serious and and you guys are playing. Yes. Yeah. There's, there are, I, later on in the season, there's a couple episodes where some pretty heavy stuff is happening and it's fun because there, there are times where it's like 20 minutes and no one is breaking character. Everybody's in saying in their voices, we're not making like, that's what she said jokes like every 10 seconds, which we usually love to do. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, there are some episodes coming up that I'm pretty proud of how we really did kind of maintain focus and we just we were so zoned in to what and tuned into what was happening um that we just yeah we stayed really on point and our dm is so good i mean kyle's just awesome he's so good at just thinking of stuff really quickly um you know i i just i love i love that he is our dm he makes it very easy he, he makes it easy for all of us i'll tell you that much and all the players are good. I love all the. Yeah, no, it's a great show. I do recommend anybody to check it out. We'll have links in the description to it. It's awesome. Oh, thanks, um, Brad. Yeah, no, it's great. I really do love it. I really do love it. I'm trying to squeeze in more. And I'm like, I'm also like, well, if I go back a year, that it's going to be like a year before I get to hear Laura come in. <laughs> I know. Don't feel bad. Seriously, there's so many episodes. There's a crazy backlog. Like I said, you'll find time. And if you ever do, it'll be there waiting for you. We'll so don't there. feel bad. You'll get there. I just gotta. I'll have to. I'll just know. Like Lauren's coming. It's gonna be. Everything's gonna be better. It'll get there. No, It'll get it's, there I'm someday. sure it's. I'm sure it's great. Well, <laughs> even prior to you, because the rest of the cast is awesome. So good, good dudes. You know, you be. You, you got to carry it because you're the one that's on the show right now. So, <laughs> I, I, mean, hey, yeah. <laughs> I guess I got to do what I got to do. <laughs> All the heavy lifting. <laughs> they owe me those jerks. That's right. <laughs> oh. 
So you mentioned a home game as well. Are mm-hmm. you, so you're a player in that game? I'm a player. I've, I, I'm mostly, I'm pretty much always a player. Okay. Um, my nieces and some of their boyfriends, I do a, uh, I'm running the Lost Minds of Fandelver for Ooh, them. Nice. But I started not long before lockdown. So we got two episodes or two oh, games no. in and then it all just kind of fell apart, but that's well, okay. It's all on back burner. They all still want to play. That's good. Uh, that's good. So we're going to pick right back up where we started eventually right. um, and start playing again. But yeah, mostly always just a player, but uh, yeah, my home, my home game, we've been playing for a, a while now and I love all those guys are like my second family. It's just, I love, I love D and love playing these crazy games. They they bring people together and I love it. Awesome, awesome. So you spoke of, and I think you you said I'm not sure the exact class. It sounded kind of like a theater class in like a high school sort of thing where you oh, met a lot of these stage crew. Stage yeah. crew. Oh, okay. So the back end of yes. Theater. Yes. Okay. I was gonna say I wish that the theater people at my school were geeks like that, but now that I think about it, all of the back the, the stagecraft people were. Yes. So <laughs> they were. It was like those are the those are the ones that went on to be the D and D players, the theater kids, maybe some of them, but right. mostly yeah. Mostly it was it was the stage crew guys. So when did you get your introduction to tabletop RPGs? Did you start with D and D? Did you start with something else? Was it kind of a slow blend it was actually and i like to tell i like to tell this the uh the main reason that we wanted to play was because of the D D community episode oh um, okay from season okay. two i think yeah and we were like I, i'd known i'd always known about D and i i but i just I, it's one of those things where when you know i i don't know how old you are brett i'm 37 I, right, when I, just about there with you. Just about I got there. A, I'm a couple few months out. And... <laughs> a few months out. There you go. Same age. So when, but when we were in high school, there it was like a funny time for D and D. Like I didn't know anyone. I didn't know a single person who played when I was even in grade school and a little kid. I didn't know anybody. There was nobody that I knew or had ever met that had, that had played any of these games. And it wasn't until you know years later when it started to become. I don't know even how, but it became more a little bit mainstream again. And then I watched the community episode and me and my husband and a couple of other friends uh, just kind of goofed around. I think we we had like the fourth edition that we tried to play. We played a couple of games. We didn't know what we were doing, but it <laughs> was a so... hard spot to start too. Fourth <laughs> edition is not starter friendly. <laughs> it was so hard. I think we literally started in like a tavern. After two hours, we were inside of like a barn next to the tavern. And then we walked out of, or we, we walked into the barn and then we left the barn. And I think that was like four hours of play. <laughs> and we were just like, but this and is 16 awesome. grids. Yes. And a dozen miniatures. And... We just didn't know anything. Like nothing happened at all. We didn't fight anybody. We didn't really talk to anybody. But it was super fun. And then a little while later, uh, one of my um, one of my I work at an animal hospital. I'm a vet nurse, and one of the veterinarians, her husband, is a D and D guy, like a big DM. So we played a couple of games with him. And then one of my other veterinarian friends, one of my best friends, Diana, her partner John, 
uh, is also a big uh, time game runner. He is actually on. Uh, I, if I can, if I can link him, uh, he he's on Twitter at Tales of the Harrowed Land, yeah. um, or at John Harford or Harford John. I forget which one. Um, but he's he's written his own uh, game, his own TTRPG. Oh, nice! And he's so talented. He's amazing. So he started running a game for us, and he's our he's our long term uh, DM of our ah. home game. So we've been playing with them ever since and oh man it's just super fun worked our way up from level one and we're we're now big level six big bands so awesome <laughs> hey like i said that's probably farther than i like i've only had one other game that i think there two i two so one game where we actually went the longest game that i was in actually got to probably level 12 or so that's pretty and then good the other game we like started with, this was in 3.5 when oh, you could yeah. do racial level adjustments. Oh, okay. So like there were templates that would give you a bunch of stuff. Mm -hmm. And so he allowed us to start at level six or take up to six levels of racial adjustments. Oh, okay. But that oh, character died within like three weeks. <laughs> oh, so no. he was not a great DM. I We got into a situation that I was unaware that because I was immune to... Uh, charm, confusion, or psychic damage. Oh. Like when I hit the next level, I became immune to all of those. Oh man! And apparently, the city we were in was a giant illicit illusion. And so when I didn't get break the when I when I broke the illusion, and I was yep. aware that like oh stuff is really weird here, <laughs> I was immediately escorted out, like taken by a bunch of like level fifteen illithids and just oh, killed. Oh no! And I was like, that's kind of. That's kind of BS because I'm not in control of that, but whatever, yeah. whatever. Oh, we, I was also sucks. like 20 or something. I don't know. Like we, None of us were really that <laughs> I would have still been devastated though. Man. I was. He actually, he actually will be eventually making a comeback. It was an evil campaign and oh. he's probably one of my favorite bad guys that I've ever made. Love it. So I'm going to do a full write-up in 5e of the oh, character. And, awesome. and all of the things that I wished he would have done are just going to become evil machinations that I'm going to drop <laughs> into the character. So. <laughs> this has happened in the time that he wasn't around. Right. I love it. I love it. That's awesome. So make an um, appearance, bring it up. He back. will. He will. I want to, I, I want to get artwork commissioned for it Ooh. and everything. So it's one of those things that's like, it's going to be on the back burner for a while, but when it launches, I'm going to make a big stink about it. So well, keep me probably posted tell if you the, need the artwork. Cause I got people for that too. I will. I will. Yeah. I've been, <laughs> I, I shop around every now and again. Yeah. And like, it's one of those things where I don't want to get the artwork commissioned. Cause then that means I have to do the character, <laughs> it's true. but I want to do, I want to do like a full spread. Like oh. I want to do, because I, I think I, I posted this on Twitter, too, but I, I want more enemies. And I think at least I as a DM want them yeah. to have the dragon treatment oh, okay. where you have like, this is it at level three. Mm -hmm. This is it at six, at mm -hmm. nine, at, like at least every couple few levels. So if you want to use it, yeah, you can use it against high level players without having to homebrew a bunch of stuff and figure out if it'll work. That's pretty awesome. I like that. But that just means that I'm going to do like a 15 page booklet on this bad guy. <laughs> hey, that's all right. It's going to be thorough and concise. That's the way to do it. Can't be too can't be too prepared. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, it. um, you're currently playing a tiefling in mm -hmm. the intelligence check. Yeah. Uh, if you want, you could talk about your home game, or if you're interested in general, do you have like a favorite race, class, combo, or like a spell that you love? Like, oh, what man. is something that you're just like, if you could play it all the time, that's what you want? Or you are, are you a smorgasbord player? Like, um, you know what? It's funny. I've played now in all of the campaigns. 
I have so my home my my home game character Narwhal the Swift, a, aka Narwhal, because no one could say <laughs> Narwhal, uh, which is just Lauren backwards. That's how I came up. With there you character. go. She was my first character for my very first game. Inspired That's awesome. my community, and I carried her on. I'm still playing her. Um, but she's a half elf, so I just stuck. I, I was like, I don't know how to what the heck I'm doing. I'm just gonna be half elf. That's kind of fantasy, but sort of human too. I'll still, I'll say half human, yeah. so I know somewhat about what I'm doing. I know a little <laughs> bit about it. It's nothing too weird. That was easy to do. And, you know, that's fun. But I've I've played uh, my Pathfinder campaign. Um, I play just a gnome uh, thief. She's super fun. That's my character, Nyx. Um, but I, 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 I'm one of those people. Now that I've played a tiefling, I am into uh, playing tieflings. Well, yeah. I, I, I hear people say, once you have played a tiefling character, you're going to always love to play tieflings. Maybe that's not true, but I I love them now. I absolutely love them. And the I, character is just fun. So I, I, I struggle them. with like, that happened to me with Warforged. Oh, yeah. It's like, and it's so, it's so cliche. Like, I, I really only want to play like cliche ones. There's a couple of ideas that I've had of like, yeah. I don't remember the the celestial version of the druid that they have. Oh, it's a very recent. It, it's one of the recent uh, ones. The the circle of the stars. Yeah, circle of the yes. stars. I want to play a circle of the stars warforged because oh, I think that cool. would be really fun. Like the analytical side, mm -hmm. but also getting like the nature magic side without yes. just being a nature druid. I think it'd be really fun. But there's a. It's funny that you mentioned warforged druids because uh, there's a podcast. Roll the damn dice. Also on Twitter, everyone check them out. They're awesome. They're uh they're in UK, and I recently uh guest spotted on their show, and I played a a, a Warforged nice. uh, Druid, and it was so much fun. I I kind of just didn't know what to do for a voice, and and I was paranoid that I would do something. I just wouldn't be good. <laughs> so I ended up just basically kind of sounding like an Alexa. Um, hey, there you go. That's, uh, that'd be good. That'd uh, be really good. <laughs> I was like, I'm just going to sound like a robo girl. And that's just what I'm going to do. Cause it's easy to do. I know I can't screw it up and I'm just going to go for it. But awesome. <laughs> I, I love playing the uh, Warforged was actually super duper fun. I, I liked having kind of the dimension. She was a little bit she was very nice, but a little bit more uh, robotic at times. Nice. So I enjoyed not playing a character that was so emotional as many of my other characters tend to be. Right. <laughs> so yeah. I liked that part of it. That was I, I definitely I, I got lucky and I convinced my DM to allow us to bring a Warforged into Ravnica. Because oh, so, yeah. he, he did a Ravnica game. Awesome. And so I was like, I'm not trying to go for like Karn, the Silver Golem or anything. But mm -hmm. he's like, how do you want to bring them in? Because I don't want the whole race. Yeah. And I was like, I, I eventually wrote a backstory where he was like working in this kind of magical alchemist district. Okay. There was a magical spell fire thing that went wrong. He gets kind of the classic Joker treatment, like <laughs> knocked into a vat of chemicals, exploded by a bunch of magic. And it like knocks his soul out into Ooh. like they use these animated training dummies to like size armor and stuff. Not nice. kind so, of like almost like a full metal alchemist. -y. A little bit. Yeah. I a like little bit that. of that. And I just like, like so, so a little bit of magic, a little disruption, but also you're kind of the only one. And he like kept a piece of his own bone on a necklace. Cause that's like the only link that he had to his, his prior self. But it, it allowed me to play with the like, I'm not human anymore, but I was. And mm -hmm. like, where is that conflict kind of thing coming in? So. And it's just, it's such a fun other just layer of the character. It gives you right. so much that you can experiment with and just kind of goof around with. I love that. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. I, I really love just exploring 
I don't know, the story of a character and just kind of fall in and say, wherever this character goes, I want to lead. I want to follow them. I don't yes. want to force them. Absolutely. That's the best way to play it. Cause it's just, you know, you're playing your character. That's the way to do it. I love it. Right. So you are, you, you get into D and D you, you run through a few games. You start finding that a lot of the people that you're close with are yeah. actually already pretty involved. Yeah. Um, so, and, and now that kind of, draws you into this longer term game campaign mm -hmm. and as well you start giving back massively online uh -huh. so um when and where how did you fall into like the the twitter community and oh, really man. take off on that oh, geez it all happened really really fast it does <laughs> last last uh july i think it was it's funny it, it, the whole reason that I joined Twitter and maybe someday, maybe someday he'll hear it. You never know. Uh -huh. um, but uh, the whole reason that I joined Twitter and, uh, and it's funny. Um, it, it was a lot of how I learned how to play. I had no idea how to play D and D. So I started watching critical role, which some people uh, might've yep. been like, Oh God, why would you do that to start? Because it's, it's so, it, you know, they're all actors. It's very advanced, but I right. just wanted to see, how hey. people play the game and they mm -hmm. were so popular that I was like, let's see what happens. So, um, and I, I was like, Oh man, this is actually really fun. I enjoy their style of play. Yeah. So I, I love it. I like to just delve into the character stuff. Um, battles are fun, but give me just heartfelt conversations between cast members any day. That's, that's right. my bread and butter. I love it. So, uh, I, I was watching, you know, I watched the show and then, I my my pinned tweet is just I I do maps sometimes mm -hmm. uh, you know cartography stuff and so I was like man I'm gonna join Twitter I'm gonna tag Matt Mercer maybe he'll see one of my maps I'm so excited so I just put a post out and was like would anybody ever like is there any market for these would anybody mm -hmm. ever be interested in buying these these goofy maps and I went from like 160 followers to like oh god. It was insane. I for, was it like 700, like really, really quickly. It was a lot. It was, yeah. it, it just kind of, it was a big, it was a big deal. And I met a lot of cool people that way. Um, one of my best friends on Twitter is, is, uh, Wilbo Baggins. Uh, yep. he's, he's Will, you know, on roll the damn dice and he is my absolute good pal together. We just kind of became pals and, just were determined to do whatever we could on this crazy platform to make people be nice to each other and make people like each other and in the community because i mean i don't know i don't want to generalize but i i've my own personal experience has shown me that a lot of people that get involved with games like this and it, it is a degree of escapism there. Yeah. They may have had, you know, some hard times or maybe some, you know, some past traumas or maybe just did, were a little bit, um, had a harder time, uh, interacting with people, maybe had some anxieties. So this was the outlet for them to feel included and feel like they were part of something and where they could be comfortable and feel safe. So I loved that so much. And I think it's so important that people, you know, really help other people in that regard, have this thing that makes them feel so good and gives them this way to be creative and, you know, just explore facets of their personality. They might not even know we're there and just have a really good time. So I kind of, yeah, I, I, 
I put that stupid map to uh, tweet out. I don't think Matt Mercer's ever seen it. I'm hoping someday he will. Oh, you didn't have know. to make more. No. You, just, you just need to try again. No, I don't want to be. <laughs> He's a not going to see a three-year-old tweet. No, I don't want to be a weird. <laughs> He's leaving you on red. You know, maybe he <laughs> did see it and never replied. That's okay. I'm fine with it. I don't want to be a weirdo, but uh, maybe someday Matt Mercer, if you're out there, if you like my map, just give me a thumbs and up. Matt Mercer, if you're out there and you're listening to this podcast, <laughs> please let me know. <laughs> yes, let Brett know. He's good, and he needs yeah. to hear it. Damn it! But oh god, I don't know. That was my that was my goofy hope that I was like, maybe it'll happen. But yeah, just somehow I just met some really awesome people on on the uh, on Twitter. And it all just kind of took off from there. We've got a just a sweet little community of really nice people. I mean, no, it, it's it's really true. It's awesome. And you bring up something you, you also were free with your age, which I appreciate oh, that yeah. actually helps out because it, it, there's a weird timeline for a lot of us that are not quite in the like, actual boomer generation mm-hmm. but we're like boomer gamers <laughs> yeah like, <laughs> we remember what it was before the computers right and the exactly. interwebs <laughs> and and it's one of those things where i don't know how it was in your area or where you grew up or how invested you were in kind of nerddoms when you were you were growing up yeah. but it was not cool or popular to be uh D magic the gathering board weird european board games yes. like growing up but but now those things like all culture is current culture. Yes. It's not segmented into phases anymore because of the internet. Yup. And I think it is on the one hand, it's a little bit depressing. That's like, <laughs> gee, I could have been, I could have been a popular kid. I could have been a dungeon master and, and been the popular one. And now, you know, I know. but, and but we it's were, also, it was fringe before. And now it's right, just like, yeah. And it's I like, can, yeah. Everybody knows what D- now. Everybody knows that. where am I going to go for my edgy niche <laughs> nerdy it's needs true. anymore? It's true. Oh God, it's so hip now. Oh yeah, man! But it's also really good to see that cultural shift mm-hmm. where there there is still some gatekeeping, and you know, yeah. I think that the the community's done as good a job as it can in dealing with things like sexism and racism and ableism without being too far in the other direction absolutely because it it can go to just like a um what is it not cringe but when it's just lashing out for the sake of lashing out from the other direction yes like and being higher and mightier than thou and that's you're not going to win any anybody over that right right but i feel like the the rpg communities and the tabletop gaming communities have done a really good job of leaning into the positive and leaning into acceptance without trying to go so far and 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 exclude people from the other direction absolutely there's still you'll still we talked about facebook and not every facebook place is bad but you'll find pockets or individuals that cling on to maybe 90s and early 2000s era styles of gaming yep and and thoughts about gaming or methodologies but i think the bulk of the community mm-hmm. especially in the you know i i see it so much more in the younger community as well like anyone in the 18 to 25 range that's asking to pick up dnd or has picked up dnd they are outpacing in in multiple levels because they're also built like they could build a youtube channel with 10,000 subscribers oh my overnight. gosh overnight it's crazy <laughs> right oh. But Those I think whipper that snappers. Yeah, I can't do it. We, I'm, <laughs> I'm still, I'm still working on it. So, but I think it's great that the community has transitioned. And so, I guess, I, just if you have any comments on like 
did you see that a lot when you were growing up or were you <sighs> since some of your experience with RPGs was later on mm-hmm. were you less into that did you see less of that coming in like or? as far like you mean like for gatekeeping and stuff or just yeah or just hostile community in general well it's funny most of the I, I I would say personally, I haven't really had many issues with that myself. I think, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I see it. I see it out there and I see, um, you know, I, I've seen online people really kind of giving it to each other both, you know, one way or the other as far as just them being annoyed with whatever aspects they they don't agree with from like you were saying both directions but per me personally i've been lucky in that i have not had much blowback uh myself with stuff i think there was that one account that gave me crap about playing a 17 year old boy on call of cthulhu um on twitter that account I think is like that they're they're the worst and seemingly it's just a troll account that has like six different accounts and everybody I don't I don't know how they're still on Twitter because they're such jerks but mostly yeah I mean I I I don't know I think I I've lucked out in that I haven't I've not personally had any any issues myself with people being gatekeepy jerks or anything like that. I've played for some people um, briefly that were very rules oriented and wouldn't really bend to <sighs> make it more fun, maybe for people that weren't right. so um maybe they weren't as comfortable with certain aspects or certain things, but they're like, nope, it's this way and it's got to be this way and it can't be right. changed. So I've More seen that. More of a board that. game player exactly. than a role game. Role exactly. Yeah. I've yeah, seen, yeah. I have seen that. And that is why I no longer play in that campaign anymore because I was like, this isn't fun. It's supposed to be, you know, it's supposed to be a fun game. So right. yeah. And, and, and there's more power to the people that want to play it that yeah. way. The, the rules are there for it. I think that that is an, a, a totally accurate. I think it works really well. I've talked about, rules being concrete is Mm -hmm. good for something like the adventurers league where if you want to go to a Mm -hmm. local gaming store in a different state Mm -hmm. for an afternoon you can drop into a game and you know exactly what to expect exactly exactly that's i'm the same way i'm everything that i do is about half homebrew if not more (laughs) so and uh, and and you know there like you said there's 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 players for every table and there's dms for every you know type of player out there it's it i think it's just finding what works for you what makes you happy and what's fun that's that's the main right. thing and you know luckily like i said i've i've had such luck with the people that i've played with and I, that i've that have run the games uh for us i've i've been so lucky i've heard some pretty awful experiences and, and read about some pretty terrible experiences and it's oh it is brutal it is brutal think, some of the stuff i i at least i hope at least maybe it's just a, a lens to view it from but it, it seems like the things are skewing more positive yes, as time goes absolutely. on so like it's that the, bad the, stuff seems like it's in the minority right so I, I got a shift. It wouldn't be Dungeons and Dinners if we didn't talk about food. Yes. Yes. Oh, so we've got we've got some joys from this one. So 
I, I, I like guess food. what my first question is what caused that reaction that excitement food oh <laughs> yeah. my god just food being delicious and that i like to eat it and it is awesome and i like to i'm not it, our kitchen is really tiny so i don't get to make as much stuff as i would like because we it's just a tiny 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 kitchen <laughs> but i'm a big fan of baked goods and ah. pies which are not that messy and pretty easy to make so i do make a fair amount of pies and awesome. i do enjoy making those but I, are you like a fruit pie like shepherd's pie or all kinds of pies i would love to make shepherd's if it can pie. go into a tart do you put it in there <laughs> if, it, if it could go into a little tart pan i try it out but mostly mostly fruit pies i'm a big fruit pie person if i let's well, say i gotta ask you though brett cake or pie what what's your view of it or are you a so, half and half I'm actually, I would, I have to say like brownie, like oh! not to pick and not give an answer. <laughs> oh, you switched it up on me. No, that's but okay. Brownies are If wrong. I had, if I had to pick cake, mm -hmm. uh, mostly because, and I, I haven't actually talked about this on the podcast a lot. I should eventually get there because yeah. there's a, there's a whole lineage with me and food that gets really weird, but I, I have a lot of texture issues. Oh yeah. Um, so I had, I had a, a bunch of stuff happen when I was growing up uh -huh. and it, it gave me texture problems. Mm-hmm. And so fruit, like cooked fruit, I, I can know, like, I love the smell of apple pie. Yes. It is one of my favorite smells. It smells good. And I like apples. Yeah. Raw. Like a raw peeled apple. <laughs> it's delicious. occasionally enjoy and really enjoy it. Yeah. Um, but I cannot eat an apple pie. That's I okay. Can't. I, I can tell you when one's properly cooked. Mm -hmm. I can tell you by like the firmness, if it's done right. Yeah. If I can tell you everything about the crust, I can make it. But I I cannot eat a slice of it, and, it, and it's despite the fact that I want to. Yeah, like it looks like everything about this is something I like. It's the texture. See, <laughs> it is. occasionally I make these things. I make these things called galettes or crostatas. You know, oh, basically okay. just like a tin, uh, like a, um, a containerless pie. Mm -hmm. And I use Honeycrisp apples, and I make oh, yeah. a apple galette, and I cook it in a way that the apples are almost as crispy as if they were uncooked. So you might okay. actually like that one. Maybe. That's actually yeah, that not that out. bad. But my friend I've been getting Miguel, a lot more adventurous. Yes. I've been trying to fight back against 30 plus years of trauma. It's hard <laughs> though. I don't blame you. I have a taste aversion. I'm vegetarian now, but one time when I was like 12, I got food poisoning and I ate a meatball sub. And I didn't Ooh. eat a meatball sub ever again. And I was yep. vegetarian, uh, God, like 10 years ago, I think. So it was, I was, I mean, for like 14 years, I was like, I'm never eating this again. Because I just tasted when mm -hmm. I had the stomach fire so bad. So taste aversion, stuff like that. Oh, I get it. It is it is unpleasant. It wrecks stuff. My friend yeah. Mel, uh, who's in my home game, she's the same way. She makes cakes like you wouldn't believe, but she's a non, she doesn't like cooked fruit either. Mm -hmm. um, so she's a cake person. She's like, oh, it looks amazing. I just hate cooked fruit. I'm like, right. I get it. I get it. Don't you worry. There's a lot of things that I would love to eat that I, for some reason or another, just can't. I mean, but like I said, I'm working on I am experimenting. Like, like I've, oh, I'm finally getting to where I can kind of do salads. I'm oh, like, there you go. It's taken, taken so long. My parents almost fainted when they're like, <laughs> I just went to a restaurant and casually started eating a salad. They're like, what? <laughs> Who like, are don't make you? a big deal about it. Just ignore it. Think that I'm a normal human being and we don't have to bring this up. Yeah. We'll just move on. Don't acknowledge it. You're going to freak me out. <laughs> right. Let me eat my salad. It's a totally normal human thing to do is eat a salad. That's totally normal. <laughs> don't call attention to it. Don't draw attention to it. Oh, God. It's true. Yeah, the big Lebowski. Donnie, you're out of your element. You're out of your element, oh, Donnie. Oh, God. It's true. You can't. You can't. You, then you get. Then you get. Uh, what is it? When you're in the spotlight. 
and you get stage oh, yeah, fright. And you get stage fright. You're just sitting there with a fork full of salad. <laughs> I can't. I can't do it. Oh God! Run out of the restaurant screaming. Pretty it much. Happens. Pretty much. I, I, I already have social anxiety, so we don't need to get this any worse. Yeah. <laughs> Dial it down, mom and dad. Dial it down, exactly. parents. Oh, I'm right there with you, dude. Don't fret. Oh, uh, so a baker. Yes. Um, so and we've already got through. So so baker of pies. Mm-hmm. Um, when when did you first? I guess, discover your love for baking. Like, where did this come from? How early, how young were you when you were kind of introduced to cooking or? I mean, truthfully, I didn't get into the pie game. All that, it it hasn't been that long. God, I'd say maybe it's a bit, it's definitely been under 10 years um, that I've been really into it. Cause you know, before that, um, I would make, you know, I would make stuff for a little while. I got really into like uh, Japanese cooking and uh, things like that. I learned how to make sushi rolls and I was so excited. I was like, this is the oh, coolest thing ever. Oh, so great. It's oh, so cool. It's so good. And, and it's such a flex. Like yes. you make a sushi roll for somebody. They're like, what? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> oh, man. And when I found out the rice paper that you can use instead of the mm-hmm. nori, I was just like, oh, my God, this is incredible. There's so many things. <laughs> there's an, there's an, um, an Asian supermarket that's not far from where I live that is just like this wonderland you feel like you're walking (laughs) in to like certain sections it's like oh my god i'm in japan oh my god i'm in korea it's just Mm -hmm. so fun i love it so we used to just go and walk around there like this magical land like it felt like we were traveling to another country and it was super fun but i i did enjoy making the the asian stuff uh, and the sushi rolls for a little while i got into making uh some different thai foods but i wasn't as good with that but the the pie stuff it's just so easy it literally takes 15 minutes to make like a blueberry pie that's all you say easy my kitchen would be destroyed (laughs) if i tried to touch a crust i'm telling you (laughs) and here's the thing there's a really good if you have to make if you have to make something if you have to make a pie there's a there's a pie crust brand out there that it, it's uh, vegan. It's so good. It's as good as any homemade pie crust that you'll ever make. And you just get it. You just roll it out. I just dump literally sugar, butter, and fruit <laughs> in the center of it. I just fold up the corners, and I'm just like, all right, you look jazzy. Maybe put some sugar <laughs> on the outside of the crust, stick it in the oven, and you're good to go. I mean, it's so it's just so easy, and I love – oh, God, I love making them. And another thing, another reason I, I kind of got into making the pies and the galettes, so where I live, um, I don't know. Do you know what wine berries are? Have you ever heard of wine berries? No, They're, I don't think so so you see them a lot i think they're all across the united states they're basically they were brought over i read about them uh like a year or two ago i think they were uh like a korean strain of like a raspberry type uh vining uh bush that they brought over to blend with raspberries in the united states they were kind of trying to breed them together for a better raspberry okay so but of course as as does happens (laughs) they just went wild nature nature says what it wants to do (laughs) nature uh, life finds a way dr ian malcolm (laughs) and now they're just everywhere and they're kind of you know if you depending on where you look i'm pretty sure in pennsylvania they're listed as like invasive uh invasive plants but we have them just growing around 
the, my backyard around the property and I just let them be. I cut them back every couple of years, but they're good for the wildlife and the birds. So I just, mm-hmm. I leave them be, but they're edible. And oh, so nice. every, every summer I can go out for like a couple of weeks and just pick like a bowl of berries and then just have this amazing you know little pile of fruit to make stuff with so that's when i really started the last like i'd say maybe three four years i really started amping up on my pie making because i had all these berries i was like i'm gonna go cook with them this is awesome oh we picked the whole bunch we're gonna uh last year i I think at this point they're probably no good anymore, but they've been in the freezer uh, at my friend's house. But we are turn them into jam, (laughs) right? (laughs) But we're gonna make a delicious berry uh, berry mead and call it and call it good berry mead for the Rangers Ah, in the party. So that that'll be next year's uh, wild um, wineberry fruit extravaganza. I'll tell you how that goes. No, yeah, definitely. Because I mean, now you're touching on exactly the the like origin of this podcast, which is. Like, I I feel, at least in my history, mm-hmm. that at least at the barest minimum, snacks and D&D are inseparable. Yes. And in 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 our, you know, I talk at length a number of times that the, the origin of this podcast is from two hours of every game. There was like three, three or four chefs mm-hmm. in my last game. And so we started one upping awesome. each other as far as so like half the game night yeah. was cooking and eating dinner. I love it. And the other half was so it was like two hours of well, we smoked it all day, but now we gotta finish it and then we'll have to braise it. And oh. so let's just move to the kitchen. Oh, and- that sounds glorious. So we do potlucks and stuff. The home yeah. game does potlucks and Oh, it's so much fun because, yeah, you have like a little mini feast, then you mm-hmm. you eat, then you play. And then like if there's room on the table, if you're not having a fight at that time, you just bring right. it over yeah, and stick it in it the in middle there. table. Oh, yep. my God. It's so much fun. I absolutely so what's love your, it. So what's your go to? Is it pie or what's your go to potluck like potluck game thing that night? I bring? Yeah, your game night thing. You know what? Just because we're all grazers, um, I like to bring big, huge I like to, t- I'm talking with my hands again. Right? <laughs> I, I have this huge white platter and I fill it with like different vegetables and like dips and, and cheeses and nuts and like grapes and figs and stuff like that. Kind of like almost like a Mediterranean style. Um, I'll put some meats on there too for the right. meat eaters, but I kind of do like a, like a, almost like a Mediterranean style, um, you know, just you can you can graze like all these different things. Yeah, thing. like a charcuterie cheese okay. board. Exactly. And that is, I think, my favorite thing to bring just because you can always switch it up. Uh, I, I had made really good peach preserves uh, from Ooh. Georgia peaches last year. And I found, oh, God, this is like the greatest combination ever. <laughs> uh, Gouda smoked, Applewood smoked Gouda. Okay. Peach preserves. And just like something crispy, like a crostini yep. or something like that. And it is, oh my God, like the greatest combination. Peaches, peach jam and applewood smoked Gouda cheese is awesome. Um, or I've cheddar. gotten really close. I've done a, I've done a, what was that? That was a goat cheese mm. with a blueberry jam. Oh, <gasps> yes. 
was really good. Oh my god! I I, I would go for an applewood smoked gouda. That would be that would be pretty. Tasty. Oh god! And it I think so good. the 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 crostini, also known as the toast point, yes, also known as the giant crouton, is <laughs> yeah, so crouton. underrated. It's so like good. it's it's like thrice cooked bread. It's just a big slice of triple cooked bread. <laughs> but it's you can't great. go wrong with it. You can't. It's like a delicious <laughs> cracker, but kind of like a bread. Oh god! It's just so good. You can put anything on there. Oh, I love it. Yes, they're so delicious. And they're easy to make, too. If you have a baguette, you can just make your own. Slice them up. Right, thin, yeah. It's, you got stale bread. Stale no more. Stale no more. <laughs> One of the best recipes in the history of recipes. I can actually send this to you. I'll email it to you because it's awesome. Sure. Found it in a thrift store. It's this tomato soup. Um, it's an old Italian uh, baked baked goods book, but there's a couple things that uh, are are like savory things that you use, like day old bread or whatever. So there's this right. tomato basil soup that you use day old bread and you tear it off and throw it in, kind of like, like matzo balls. Agent. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it is the best soup that has ever been a soup. It is awesome, and I love it. And man, stale bread. I mean, oh, it's a way to use it up and it doesn't go mm -hmm. bad. You don't waste food. I love it. Yeah, I like a lot of those older recipes that have oddball ingredients, like, or just different ways. Yes. Like, uh, I need to get this for my dad even, but there's a, he has a recipe for my grandmother's cookbook uh -huh. that is for cheesecake. Oh. But it calls for like 18 egg yolks. Oh, like man. it's it's a it's a it is egg yolk. It's <laughs> like, it a ridiculous is, amount of egg yolk. Yeah, it's like a custard at that point. It's like really dense <laughs> cheesecake. It, I've never had a cheesecake so dense. Is it like what's the color of it? It's gotta be like it's almost gotta, it's yellow. Pretty, it's pretty yellow. <laughs> Would you like some egg cake? It really is more of it's like a it, it's a blend of like a custard or a creme brulee and a cheesecake. That's probably it's probably pretty really, good. Really good. It's, it's rich. Oh, yeah, the the slice good. you don't do like a TV slice. <laughs> You do like a paper thin yeah, slice. Because otherwise you're going to be in like a coma <laughs> yeah, for three days. Oh, bad. God. I would eat that. That sounds good. What do you do with the egg whites? Do you make meringue? I would. I, that's And that's something that I, even with creme brulee, mm -hmm. it only uses like six eggs. We did an episode on that a few episodes back, the best dessert. Yeah. And uh, for the longest time, we would save them in the fridge and then they would just go bad and oh, we'd not know what to do with them. Yep. Now I do make like a meringue yes. or I, really the Great British. I, I'm not the biggest baker, but yeah. the Great British Baking Show or oh. Bake Off kind of started getting me in, down that line. They have so many cool things on that show. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So meringue was something to start coming out of that, which I yes. can, you know, like bake them and top them on the creme brulees or whatever and use both sides. So, so. good. So good. Love so it. for for bringing for for flexing you've got your sushis and your pies <laughs> for for game nights you bring the charcuterie boards typically what, or yeah typically that or pie what are you snacking on though what is the thing that somebody else brings oh man that like you're always like i hope that i get the last i i got serving one but yeah. i hope there's just one piece left that i can snag oh the man of. my friend mel the one who also like you isn't a huge fruit person mm -hmm. cooked fruit person she is so good at baking anything at all anything at all she just is good at it all so she often will make cookie bars or uh just yeah like like uh like peanut butter or something cheesecake or what did she make for my husband's birthday oh god there's just something she she finds these recipes and they're always just 
staggeringly good. They're so bad for you, but oh my God, they're so good. But whatever Mel so makes- So many baked goods yeah, are. So many baked goods. <laughs> they're going to they're gonna kill me 10 years earlier than that I would. noodles. Yes, noodles. <laughs> please give me all of the noodles. Oh God, I love them so much. But oh, anything that Mel makes typically is, is my jam. I will eat whatever she makes. Usually some kind of assortment of sweet stuff. And ironically- I don't know about you personally. I'm, are you like a savory person or a sweet person? Like typically- I used to be a sweet person. Okay. But nowadays it's, I, I get torn because my wife cooks lots and lots of great sweets and yes. she's a, a great baker. We compliment each other really well because I can do the, the savory and the sauces yes. and she can grill and bake. Ooh. So she's got both of those that she can kind of- Grilling is through. awesome. That's Yeah, it's yeah. really good. It took like, after she picked it up, mm-hmm. I was like- I don't have to stay, do steak anymore. I'm good. <laughs> I steak am is gone. steak is me hanging out inside tonight. That's what steak is, and it just shows up. <laughs> if you guys like pineapple, and I'm throwing this out there. Mm-hmm. Next time you have a grill, uh, pineapple, uh, and you just take honey and cinnamon and just drizzle Ooh, it yep, on the pineapple. Yep. Just grill it till you get grill marks. Holy crap, go. so good. Or grilled peaches and halloumi cheese grilled Ooh. is incredibly okay good. oh my god it's so good we Love uh it. we just recently did uh well not too recently but it, well, we started on top of doing i had recently got into smoking meats about a year now well a few years ago now yeah. but uh we started smoking of course baked potatoes go on there but tiffany was like i wonder if you could smoke sweet potatoes like yeah. yams and i was like why not wrap yeah. them in foil throw them on there throw some oil and salt and pepper on there those smoke smoke sweet potatoes came out really really oh, good. Oh man, I can imagine they probably were they did they the smokiness go all the way through? Yeah, yeah, the smokiness Ooh. goes all the way through. They're really really. I mean, I oh. smoked them like all day because they're they're huge. You can't oh, get a small yam. You can't. But... They're like the size of a child. They're huge. Yeah. <laughs> they feed a family of four for three weeks. That's right. One That's sweet right. potato. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so so we we did some of that and uh, and she also will do. The other thing that like, I, I'm not a healthy eater and she, I would complain. I was like, you're, I don't have too much of a sweet tooth. Yeah. And I was like, can you, can you bake something savory? And she made uh, sweet potato snickerdoodles. What? And everywhere we've brought them, like you can't taste the sweet bit. It's a yeah. little bit richer. It's a little, it's a denser Ooh. cookie. It's a little heavier, but it's really just like she shreds them on like the finest cheese grater, like not quite a zester, but a okay. really fine cheese grater. Okay. And like shred sweet potato into a snickerdoodle cookie. Oh, and everywhere we've brought them, like as long as you don't say it's a sweet potato in there, they're like, what's in here? It's so good. It's so amazing. Yeah. You say sweet potato and they're like, I probably wouldn't have eaten that. <laughs> Yes. If you would have led with that. And I'm like, oh. I know, which is why I didn't lead with it. <laughs> yeah, that's why you didn't know. Because I gonna... didn't believe it either. I didn't want to eat it. <laughs> it's one of those things. There are some things that it's more fun to watch people's faces after they've tasted it and been like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, this is. Uh, which this is, is like good. dangerous because there's like I'm a big consent, like consent and allergies and that's food true. and things like that, which it's dangerous to do. But it's like. As long as you're not allergic to it, you'll be fine. Yes. But it's like I also don't want you hiding healthy food in my <laughs> un, in my junk food. Yes. 
to just to try to get me to eat healthy. But if you're on, if you're honest with it, I'll I'll try it. I'll yeah. try it. So. I'd be pleasantly surprised. Yes, yeah. Sweet potato snickerdoodles. Oh are man, a good deal. yeah. I gotta get you. Gotta link me that one. Yeah, that, that recipe will go up. That, that'll go up pretty soon. I'll, probably, I'll give it to you, but it'll go out to everybody else a little later. I'll do a separate episode on it, so you'll get a sneak peek. Take that, suckers! <laughs> oh. I got it first. <laughs> If you want to come on the show and get a free recipe, all you got to do is hit, hit one of us up here. That's we'll, what, there she'll you lead go. you to me. I'll put you out there. We'll get it done. We'll, we'll, make, we'll make something happen. Absolutely. Me and you, Brett. I love it. <clears throat> so you, you mentioned Wilbo. Uh, you mentioned yes. uh, there's a few other uh, kind of pillars, I would say, mm-hmm. of, of the community. There are uh, several people that, you know, Really, like, uh, Oregon rolled a 20. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's he's done a lot of good for the community. Mm-hmm. And um, so really just, is, is there anybody in particular, anybody else that you want to shout out or anybody that really boosted you? Um, when You know what? When I first start, when I was first starting out, and he's actually a pretty big account. Um, Pat's account is actually pretty big. But the goddamn DM... Mm-hmm. Um, he, yeah. he actually, and he has his own, he, he started with a couple friends of his, um, their own podcast called standard array, but for being an enormous account with like 17,000 followers, that dude is awesome. He is yeah. an absolute sweetheart. Um, he's, <laughs> it's funny. He's, uh, I, he's doing a lot more podcasting stuff as I, lately more at, than like just all of the funny memes that he would put up right. every day and stuff. Um, but he is absolutely wonderful. And I love, I love Pat. He's a great guy. Um, the God, the goddamn DM on Twitter. He's super cool. Um, oh God. I just, let me look at my phone and look at all the cool <laughs> people on there, but there's, there are so many, there are so many nice people on this crazy app. I'll tell you what. I, it I, is a really amazing. I, yeah, I, I cannot shout out more than enough that I thought that Twitter was kind of a meh. I was never really big into it when it yeah. first launched. And even using it for marketing other things felt kind of gross <laughs> or just not very successful. Yeah. Like I just couldn't really engage with the community. And coming in here, it's night and day. It's a totally di- it's like made me feel different about the app. Like, yeah the app or the website or whatever, however you integrate with them, something like, oh, this isn't that bad. Yeah, yeah like, people are actually nice on Twitter. How is this possible? I was going to, Twic- t- to TikTok to be one of those TikTok millennial people, but <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden, uh, you know, maybe I'm a Twitter person after all. I don't know. <laughs> I, it's funny. I did one tick. I downloaded TikTok because uh, the, the Roll the Damn Dice guys did a sea shanty, so I participated mm-hmm. in the sea shanty. And then I did like two other TikTok things that were just, me watching television and I think me doing a <laughs> drawing and I was like, this is, I'm I too old for know. this. Yeah. I'm yeah. too old for this malarkey. So that was as far as I got with, uh, as far as I got with a Twitter, but there's, I'm, I'm looking, I'm trying to look through all my, all my peeps on here. God, I feel bad because I should have. Prepared. No, no, no. You shout out so many people every, <laughs> like, I, I probably shouldn't have put you on the spotlight. No, like, not at if all. you want, like, if you want Lauren's thoughts on who to love on Twitter, <laughs> go check out her Twitter and she will tell you. I will tell you. Will you will know. If you follow her, you will know. You will find out. <laughs> I will say, if I may, there's one yeah. other account that I've become super good pals with uh, uh, recently. This, it's another podcast uh, called The Severed Sons. Yeah. And I love those guys. They uh, have hilarious 
just memes and stuff that they post. I can't believe how much attention they're getting because the the it Zach, one of the uh, Zach and and uh, Ron are the the two that I think run their account. But Zach, especially um, who plays tracks on the show, he just he has so many funny tweets. Oh my god, they blow my mind. I I'm not as creative as this. I could think of maybe one of these hilarious tweets a week. He can pump them out like every ten minutes. I don't yeah, know. I'm, like I'm jealous of the 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 con the people that can do content yes. creation because like i have ideas yes and i don't know if it's just that I, ha- I i my hobby is collecting hobbies so i'm always doing like 18 things yeah just switching it up right but it, but if i could focus solely on dnd i feel like i it's like i want to make maps i want to make monsters i want to do items i want to do art i want to podcast i want to do all the things so many things like, but there's some people that do all the things yep and i'm like that is so much work. It's a lot. I know how much work it is. Yes, it's it is a lot. But it's 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 cool that you have the ability. If you you know have have a bunch of pals on here, you know certain people will follow you for your your podcasting stuff. Uh, certain people, like I have people that follow me just specifically for the maps. I have people that mm-hmm. follow me specifically for the intelligence check stuff. I have. Um, I have people that follow me specifically for uh, like my my art stuff, just my regular mm-hmm. art stuff. Um, brand I follow memes. you for your face app. I mean, you know, <laughs> oh god, like, the, the, re- <laughs> the refaces. There are people that follow me probably specifically for that because I am a dork and all I do is go and reface. And I'm like, I want to be somebody famous today. Who am I going to be? It's so much fun. Oh god, I love it. But uh, the the D and D inspiration. for a lot more, but I had to bring that up. <laughs> I love it. I did what Wonder Woman one this morning. I yep, couldn't resist. Yep. <laughs> I was just like, God, these work so well. Oh, if only I could be in all these movies. Damn it. I live vicariously through the stupid app. <laughs> but, um, oh, man, there's so many. Hey, I am thankful that we can. Yes. You know, like, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> I'll take it. I mean, the, te- the the implications of the technology is terrifying. Oh, it is hugely terrifying. <laughs> so but if scary. we have to live in a dystopian nightmare, we might as well get to <laughs> yeah. giggle about it while we're here. You better like... believe I'm putting my face in any movie I can until, right. you know, whatever, the, the tar stuff happens but oh god i love it so much it's it's awesome oh and i'm looking role playing and role playing is another really good account yes, i love yes. those guys oh god there's just so many there's so many good ones but you know like like you said brett anybody that wants to know some really awesome twitter peeps just come and find me and i'll, I'll point you in the right direction i i don't do the uh the follow friday so much just because they get so overwhelming and I, it is a lot it's it, a lot to handle it's a it's a lot i, I also feel bad because it's like I don't want to show favoritism. So if I accidentally shout out the same accounts, like that's the problem. I, and there's so many that I follow for so many different reasons. Or if I am going to be serious about it, well, that means I need a spreadsheet and I need to curate it and make sure that it's a good account so that I don't, I don't want to accidentally do something bad. And yeah. like, there's all this pressure suddenly. It's to, it's to, tough. It's, it's easier just to highlight certain people and really kind of boost them when you can. So that's kind right. of my, what I like to do versus, you know, specifically shouting out like a million people but yeah anybody well and that's kind of what i'm trying to do here is like a a, a tweet is only so much here is a platform so this is this is my follow friday yes is you sunday podcast podcast. (laughs) gotta love sunday podcast man i love it love it so is there anything else that i'm missing anything that you want to talk about about (laughs) history with D or food Uh, any crazy character stories or experiences that you've had that 
you feel like you've well, got to get out to the world. This will tie in nicely to your show just because of the hilarity of the spell. So you might not have heard. And I was I meant to mention this earlier when you asked if there is a specific spell that you really like. And I mm, went off you. on a tangent as I am. <laughs> God, what's your favorite color? So when I was five years old, 20 minutes later, I'll have forgotten <laughs> to get to what my favorite color was. It's the, I, I, I feel so bad for people trying to have a conversation. Oh, no, no with it's me. great. But um, the there's a it's funny in intelligence check on our show for some reason. My, I don't know how, I don't know why, but VLX has gotten so out of so many pickles using the stupid create food and water spell. If if a DM will let you pick the food, yes. Oh man, so, you all you got to do is get them to agree to that one. Like, can I pick the food? Yeah. Like it'll be bland, but can I pick it'll it? It'll be bit? bland and nourishing, but just you know whatever. But can I do it? And but how so many marshmallows? <laughs> I make all the marshmallows. Well, because of what you just said, and you're absolutely right. So he let me pick. I think it was apples. The first time we needed to use it. This was like one of the first episodes that I was on. And uh, I'm not spoiler alerting it that bad. But we had these giants that were coming in and raiding these gnomish village, uh, this gnomish village. And they were stealing food from them. So this giant shows up and he's there and he's causing a ruckus. And we discover, oh, you just want you just want apples. So I create I did my create food and water spell and I made these apples and I envision them to be the worst, mealiest, grossest apples because of the <laughs> right. spell says that. Yeah, there's bland, bland apples. So I'm just so we uh, called them crapples. So <laughs> now we I've made crapples at so many points in the game where it actually has been pretty convenient and has gotten us out of some jams. So I mean, you would be surprised at, at how much because I think it's isn't it by weight? Oh, yeah. It's like 40 pounds or something yeah. ridiculous. It's like so, a, a ridiculous amount. You'd be surprised how much more effective 40 pounds of flavorless cotton candy is at blocking an alleyway than like a web or a grease spell. Oh my like, God, I've never thought about that. Right, you're blowing my mind right 40 now. pounds is a lot of cotton. The math that your DM needs to do on that because it's also volume at that point. So like just explodes to fill up an alleyway. Oh my God. 40 pounds of butter, 40 pounds. <laughs> right. Who needs the grease like smell? Flavorless, flavorless butter doesn't yes. matter. Is it still greasy? It's going to be on the floor. 40 pounds of sticky toffee. Oh my God. I mean, God. it's kind of like the, it's the, the alchemist drug problem yeah. it, where it's like everybody, the, the mayonnaise thing of the alchemist drug is a joke that the creators put in and is the most referenced <laughs> unique thing that people have used it for they have it's so true i remember reading it i was like why would there be mayonnaise in there and then i'm thinking and i'm like that's that is perfect actually why wouldn't there be mayonnaise in right. there i, I could love put mayonnaise it. on stairs yeah. i could i could grease the stairs with mayonnaise <laughs> if you have head lice you can put mayonnaise you can, on take your take head care of the head lice we're there done you go. It's, it's it's foolproof oh my god so many things if i needed to make a ridiculous amount of coleslaw i'm set that's right oh, <laughs> god. even though i enjoy the vinegar coleslaw if i'm being totally honest right. I'm yeah no that's fair coleslaw. i'm not a mayonnaise person i'll do a hollandaise but yes. i won't do a mayonnaise not a mayonnaise so yeah i'm it. more of a vinegar kind of <laughs> totally totally 100 i'm right there with you oh god 
But that's, yeah, I love that stupid create food and water spell. It's my favorite. <laughs> well, hopefully I've given your DM some more future challenges. <laughs> He's going to be like, no! Oh, God. Like, like how much is it? 40 pounds of non-Pirellis? Are those, oh, oh, are those yeah. now ball bearings? Oh, my God. Like... <laughs> I will never want for ball bearings ever again. <laughs> so many possibilities. I'm actually, I'm actually like kind of super excited now to just think of scenarios where i can use that spell and just make oh brett you've opened so many like doors our, our, i love it. rock candy caltrops i like... don't see why not it could be oh that, my at least difficult terrain 40 yeah. pounds of, of rock candy is a lot throwing to it out on. oh my god especially for not wearing shoes that's like <laughs> yeah. that's worse than any legos that you'll step on yeah. probably oh i love it i love it i'm gonna do go it start now. scrolling through food yeah. <laughs> and just what of what is 40 pounds of x look like yes. how much is this that's gonna do the job i'm doing it get ready it's happening <laughs> Oh, I love oh, glorious. it. Glorious. All right. Is there anything else that you would like to share before we wrap things up today? Uh, I think, I mean, I I would just like to say thank you so much. This was so super fun. Good. Uh, I, I, I never know what to expect every time I go on a show <laughs> and I always, I know I'll blather like an idiot, but I- Oh no, I, thank I, you so much. Your stories are incredible <laughs> and it is not blathering at all. You're too hot on yourself. Oh, God bless you. But no, this was super fun. Oh, I, I, anytime you want to talk food, you come and find me, Brett. I am down to talk food anytime. And oh, and uh, check out, I did do a D&D food uh, inspiration today that I thought you Ooh. might like. And yeah, I'll have to go. I'll have to go pick them up. I kind of hid from, I had a lot going on today. So I hid. <laughs> I hid. I, I hid. Big secret. But <laughs> I had other life things going on. It was a lot. Oh, jeez. So. <laughs> well, at your leisure, it's there for you. Yeah, no, You'll I'm going to check it out right You'll here after it. this. So. But oh, no, but thank you, dude. I Seriously, this was super super fun i am i can't thank you enough for having me on and oh i love it Any no thank you so much the podcast is intelligence check it's a it's a, a, a role play like a live play session um the account lore barbarian i always want to say lore barbarian it's not it's lore barbarian like barbarian um, but with law at Hottering Lauren. Uh, links will be down in the description. Lauren, thank you so much. It was a blast. Loved having you on. Thank you, Brett. It was awesome. I love you. <laughs> so that's all for the episode today. Thank you, Lauren, and thank you, listener, for stopping by. Please let me know your thoughts, comments, or episode ideas. All the links talked about and contact information can be found down in the show notes. If you're interested in supporting the show and wanting to get more bonus content, consider tossing some coins over to patreon.com slash dungeonsanddinners. If you're looking for more great podcasts to listen to, check out my other podcast, Pick Up Your Sticks, which is a long-form podcast about why gaming matters and where we get to interview some really interesting guests, co-hosted by myself and my dear friend, Walker Near. I'm really excited to be sharing this journey with you, and remember that love is the secret ingredient. Have a good day, friend. Thanks for stopping by.